0: Matt and Julia is das is this what you want
1: we are back with another week of is this what you want with Matt and Julia this is a crisp intro we're not wasting Heim here. We're just getting right into it. I'm Julia Ladquist, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Matt O'Brien. Welcome back, everybody. Hello, Hi. Matt.
0: Hi, everyone. We're not wasting Heim at all. There's Did no, I say Heim? You said Heim. We're not wasting any Heim.
1: Yeah. Heim is my uh
0: And it's a crisp friend. intro. Merry Christmas, everyone.
1: <laughs> Merry Heimen to you.
0: Oh, dear. A crisp Heim <laughs> Heimen to all.
1: I have a... Crisp Hyman. You know what? Let's take this back. No. My oh. name is
0: Crispin Hyman, and I'd like to apply for a job. If you were a manager of a store and someone said, I'm Crispin Hyman, and I would like to work for is you. Is it
1: Crisp Hyman or Crispin Hyman?
0: Crispin, like Crispin Glover. Crispin. But you're like, ah, and then he has the best resume. But you're like, can I. Work day in, day out with a Crispin Hyman.
1: Yeah, I would just be... I would just call him...
0: Seheim.
1: Yeah, Seheim. Or C-H. Jaime. I wouldn't call him Jaime.
0: You know, Crispy.
1: Yeah, I'd call him Crisp.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I've met a Crispin in real life. Well, I did... When I, when I interned at MTV Canada, not dropping any names here, Crispin Glover, the Crispin, Yeah, came in to, pr- to, to promote his book, which, by the way... The book was about how to like disembowel different animals. Wait, what? Look it up. It was one of the weirdest days of my life. And he was like wandering around the MTV building. And I remember I saw him, and he had, he didn't look like Crispin Glover, but it was he had a ghoulish. Wait, I'm I have so
1: many questions. Why would anybody write a book about disemboweling animals?
0: Because he looks like the type of guy. I, I guarantee. Like
1: disemboweling, like when when they're already dead.
0: Well. That's the thing (laughs) Uh, Glover I don't like this because I think he looks like it I guarantee his um, his managers were like you know what write what you know and uh, he's like well I I look like I would disembowel animals Um, oh man he does have a lot of weird books
1: I never knew this about this man.
0: Unless I'm remembering this wrong, but listener, if you also remember that Crispin Glover came out with a book about disemboweling animals.
1: It was probably just like a hot rumor spreading around the MTV office.
0: No, it was promoted on the show. It was weird. It was a very weird uh, time. Anyway, that was the only Crispin I ever came in contact with.
1: I've never met a Crispin. I've never met um, a Hyman.
0: No. Um Never met.
1: Although I used to have a joke about um, jazz pianist Dick Hyman, which I should bring back that joke because Dick yeah. Hyman is a real is a pianist, and I remember listening to the radio yep. in Toronto, getting ready to go out. For some reason, I was listening to jazz radio,
0: as anyway, you do when you're ready to go out.
1: And. All I hear is like, coming up next, we got a special guest. It's jazz pianist Dick Hyman. And I was like, I stopped and I was like, did anybody, like, I think I was home alone. And I was like, but what? I literally I think I was there, actually. Or I came running out of the room and yeah. I said, did you just hear what I heard? Jazz Pick- pianist <laughs> Dick Hyman.
0: Because we have listened to jazz radio in the years following, and his name pops up every now and He's then. He's a real man. Dick Hyman is quite the, the spark in the jazz. Uh, fire. Yeah.
1: And my, my whole joke was like, what the balls on Dick Hyman? Yeah.
0: Richard. Uh, he could be yeah, Richard he Hyman. He could, could
1: have gone as Richard and it's pronounced he But he's like, no, I'm going to be Dick Hyman.
0: Anytime a Richard goes by Dick, it's bad. I've never... N- always terrible. Because it's not even close. I mean, I know this bit's been done a million times, but... Why was Richard Dick? Why is Richard yeah, Dick? Yeah, why is
1: Richard Dick? Why so like can I just make i um, okay now Julia is a uh, pussy.
0: Yeah, or like <laughs> Matt is ass. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Ass O'Brien? If aliens are watching us, the fact that we call they be like they're they don't want to visit us because they're like they call Richards Dick for no reason. It's quite
1: lewd. Speaking of lewd, have you been doing your loodle?
0: I refuse to loodle. Listener, if you don't know, Uh, there's a Wordle spinoff called Loodle
1: and we talked about Wordle right like you know what Wordle is it's a fun little five letter word game I
0: like to think I've been peppering it into stand-up sets lately and I did it a couple weeks ago I was like did everyone finish their Wordle today and one person in the audience knew what it was but yes we did talk about this yeah. yeah but I did it last week same venue and more people knew, so I, I think uh, we were ahead of the swath here. Yeah,
1: it's it's catching on. But uh, loodle is the same premise, except it's just like dirty words.
0: Yeah, like pussy. It's and like pussy, crotchy. and I think
1: today's was like farts, or I don't know. It was something. It was no, something
0: wasn't like it, that. Uh, uh, what the hell was it? You you yelled it from the other room.
1: I did. I was very excited because they're hard. Because you have less choices. There's less lewd words out there than than you'd think. Well, here's the
0: thing with uh, um, what people want. Oh,
1: it's craps. Crap, craps. I did. I tried horny, and it wasn't horny, so I tried shart, it wasn't shart, and then I, I got craps on the third try.
0: Craps is more of a game than um Craps, because you're taking craps. I'm going for craps? I never say craps.
1: But she, she, she craps.
0: I've got the she craps. Did.
1: Yeah, I've got the craps.
0: I've never said it, but I might start saying Horny,
1: it. shark craps. Horny, shark craps. Horny, shark craps. It's um, lewd, but it's not, it's not like crude and vulgar like i try i think i tried writing in like whore and whore wasn't in that's there. a bit much yeah
0: captain jizz wouldn't fit
1: i think jizzy might though
0: jizzy the clown yeah. um okay. is there a jizz the clown you think that Jiz doesn't know what that Jiz is jizz
1: maybe i mean i told you that i wanted to start my OnlyFans fans called jizzo the clown where jizzo. i was just an angry yeah. insult clown Oh,
0: that hurts my lower back you're shoving your foot into my kidney um
1: well now we've just uh given you a little peek behind the scenes of our studio yes
0: julius foot is jammed in my into my kidney speaking of jizz i think i told you this that the music in star wars there's, a style, by music, by a, there's a style of music yeah, there's a style of music there's a style of music where a man goes oh oh uh no there's a style of music called jizz <laughs>
1: sorry that was pretty funny it was pretty good.
0: <laughs> Are you doing the Star Wars theme song? Is a yeah. man coming? Ew!
1: It's even grosser because I'm doing the jerk off motion, but nobody can see it except my if dear husband. If you record
0: the Star Wars theme song but as coming noises, I mean, it would take a while. Unless a man can come a lot in you know one day, but. It would take a long time to get those noises. Oh, the like genuine, the cum, genuine noises. cum noises. Genuine cum noises. Yes, yeah. unless you just did it. Yeah, you know, you'd have to trust. That's probably an art installation somewhere in a, a town I never yeah. want to visit.
1: Anyway, so jizzing is a style of music.
0: Uh, yes, it is. And uh, what was I going to say before that? Before your your toenails jammed into a vital <laughs> organ.
1: <laughs> no, you were. You still weren't done. That thought about uh, the style of music. Yeah, it was a style of
0: music. It's the in the cantina in the first Star Wars. There's a band playing. And uh, when you just watch the movie, you're like, "That's a funky song." Uh But then the uh, the history you go, you read the uh, you know the background on it, and they're like, "By the way, the band is playing a style of music called jizz."
1: So it's like alternate universe jazz.
0: Yes, Hmm. it's space jazz. It's jizz. (laughs) It's the jazz the they play in space. With, with jazz. You got the jazz. You got the jazz. You got jazz, jazz. Anyway, it's very stupid. That, that, that tells me that George Lucas so did not know what like, jazz was. yeah. They call
1: jazz. Yeah. aliens call jazz. Jazz, jazz.
0: Also, do we find it weird? I know you stopped watching Book of Boba Fett, which, by the way, listener, I know we got angry at it. Book of uh, Boring Yeah, fat. A couple of weeks ago, but I'm still watching it, and it's got much better. Um,. It's a sand planet that they're on, uh-huh. and they have a thing called spice. Uh huh. It's the same as Dune. Remember oh, Dune.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say yeah.
0: It's of course they do. Dune. I,
1: they're, yeah, they're not on the same thing. Hmm.
0: Isn't that wild? I didn't
1: realize they had spice on that planet too.
0: Yeah, there's like the newest episode. They're like, they're like, we're trying to transport spice. I'm like, that's pretty on the nose. They're Star Wars writers.
1: You, what the, everything's been done that's
0: everything's been done that's why i'm like you know what i'm gonna do whatever bits i want to do i'm gonna go you might be a redneck
1: i'm gonna be if like your
0: gun rack's got a gun rack listen, on listen
1: i took viagra the other day and they're like warning if your erection lasts more than four hours and i'm like what erection is lasting four hours which by the way listener we went to an open mic the other day hi-ho and literally that joke was being told as new yeah, and, and like not even like a twist on an old classic, just like a verbatim worse version of the erection lasting four hour premise.
0: Yeah, and it's like uh. it's still going. That bit's still going. You're still hearing Arnold impressions every now and then. I'm still hearing Christopher Watkins. Like, there's just bits that will never ever die. No. Um, what's another bit that I swear? Oh, the uh, if if you ever see an impressionist at an open mic. He'll always start out, he'll go, uh, you guys see these GPSs out here? The GPSs? Which, by the way, don't exist anymore yeah. because it's all on your phone. He'll be like, imagine uh, Snoop Dogg did a GPS. I think it might sound uh, something like this.
1: Do it, Matt. No, and I can't. get canceled. I
0: can't do a Snoop Dogg. Listen. Yo, I'm Snoop. Snoop
1: Dogg makes a wine, so that's a good segue into... Chappy, Chappy hour. hour. Happy
0: Chappy Hour, everybody. The only happy hour in North America uh, is celebrating the worst robot movie of all time. Chappy. I am Chappy. Well, Thank Chappy. you, Chappy,
1: for your bad movie and Thank your you. nice little happy hour.
0: Thank God you rhyme with happy.
1: Happy Chappy. Um, yeah. Why can't a good
0: robot rhyme with happy?
1: E.T. Feety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Feety. Wait, E.T.'s
1: not a robot?
0: You think there's a foot fetish porno <laughs> called... Feetie,
1: feetie, phone home.
0: Feetie, come home with you and smell your feet. Feetie, feetie. <laughs> <laughs> we should write. We should write a porn called Feetie, the extraterrestrial foot fetish. Foot <laughs> <Push> fetish alien. <laughs> alien, and then try to sell it to a porno company and be like, "Listen,
1: I." Am writing feet <laughs> immediately as soon as this podcast is done. I'm not getting that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, Can you Matt, it, we should film it too. It's like a big montage of like a writer writing through the night. You know, empty Chinese food containers, cigarettes, and then the final script slams down on the table, and it's Fiji the extraterrestrial that loves feet.
1: I mean, I think we just need to make it happen.
0: Yeah, it could happen. Feet are... That's big business, baby. We
1: talk about feet too much. Matt, what are you chapping? I know.
0: Um, Well, this fine chappy hour, I'm uh, dipping my toes into a, a cool classic Lagunitas IPA. It's a crisp, clean lager coming from the West Coast here. Uh, California, it's brewed in Petaluma. Chicago, Illinois, also... Uh, it's nice. It's got a. It's a bit bitter. It's cool, crisp. It reminds me of a nice summer night, staring at a fire, waiting for an alien to land and look at my feet. Wow! I when I'm outside at <laughs> night, I light a large fire and I just point my feet in the air and I say, feetie, fee-t, come here, <laughs> come." Um, Oh. I'm trying to attract aliens with my feet, uh, which might be the name of this episode. I don't know. I like a Lagunitas. It's a. Uh, it's really grown on me. It's, it's classic. It's. I don't usually get them for home because they're a little strong. That's the thing. Well, are they? What is it? Six point two. But I
1: mean, that's fun.
0: It. It's a beer I get when I'm out. So uh, if I'm out at a show or a bar or anything, I'll be like, a like an And it, it, it sparks something in my brain where I go, I'm, I'm at a comedy show and I'm active and I'm out and I'm having a nice time.
1: Yeah, and you're watching a man talk about his four-hour erection. Yeah, his
0: four-hour erection. If you've got an erection that lasts more than four hours, call your friends and uh, tell them you're awesome. Tell them to suck
1: you off. Um, I,
0: what are the other endings to that joke that we haven't heard that we could write? Because uh, what uh, have uh, we heard so far? We, if you have an erection that lasts more than four hours, What was the one he did at the open mic? He was like, more than four hours. If it's more than 20 minutes, then I'm going to the hospital.
1: It's always like that I'm going to the hospital or call someone up and ask them to fucking suck you off Yeah, or like use it as a weapon or... um, Hang a
0: towel on it. Hang a birdcage on it. Yeah. um, Run up a flag. Uh, There's a lot of things you can do with a four-hour erection. Um, That's mostly it. Pick a lock... Make a pickle. Make a pickle. <laughs> you could pickle it. You could pickle you, it. You could do a quick pickle. Yeah, you could quick pickle. <laughs> you could d- drop it in some vinegar and. Can you imagine
1: a quick pickle in your erection?
0: Yeah, be like, well, the doctor's like, what happened here? You're like, well, it lasted more than four hours, so I made a pickle. Yeah, <laughs> I made a pickle out <laughs> of my quick dick. pickle.
1: Great recipe on Bon Appetit. Pickle. A
0: tickle. Uh, what are you chapping on this chappy
1: I'm chapping a Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon from 2020. It's called Spiral Cellars. Yeah. Spiral. You bought it at Trader Joe's today. I bought it at
0: Trader Joe's today. Let me tell you, it was uh, quite a trip. I grabbed it because I recognized the location. I was like, Napa Valley? I know oh, okay. that. I I'm going to start buying wines from places I've been.
1: Sure. That's great.
0: Yeah. If they ever have a London, Ontario wine, Ew. I'm picking it up and it's going to suck.
1: What was the cost of this?
0: 10 99 I believe, USD. Not
1: Brad. It is good. It's, um, I mean, the back is not telling me anything about what it is. It's talking about like wine is a celebration. Oh, I thought of you meant the
0: back of your tongue at first. I no, thought no, you were no. going with taste. You're like, the back of my tongue The is back not of the bottle. Because
1: usually the back of the bottle is like, this is what you're tasting, you dumb bitch. Yeah. But uh, it's When not my
0: grandfather parachuted into a grape patch, he started making wine immediately.
1: I accidentally cheers the microphone in my glass. Did y'all hear that?
0: Y'all hear that? Wine hear that? cheers? But I
1: will say. It is nice it's, yeah. it's full-bodied It's robust It's got um, hints It's a bit Like a bit of like smoky vanilla With hints of like ripe cherry
0: My oh my I like it Cab Sav could be anything to me That's, the t- that's, a, that's a wild card wine to me It's like uh, If somebody asks me What does Cab Sav taste like I'm like It could be a million different things Could be smoky Could be thick Could be light Could be uh, hiding behind a couch Waiting to surprise you
1: can I stretch my legs out like that? That's
0: fine, as long yeah, your feet are resting on my knee, and they're not puncturing any kidneys. Sorry. Kidneys, <laughs> they're puncturing my knees. That's my kidneys.
1: Kidneys. Um, uh, speaking of knees, I had an edible the other day. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was all of a sudden very aware of my knees. I think I tweeted it. Yeah. I could just, I, you know, when you just feel like all the bo- your body parts like slightly separate, and I'm like, knees are crazy. Have that
0: has has that happened to you before? Because. I have a body part that I feel every time I'm very high, and oh, it's yeah. my and it's my butthole.
1: I feel like you've talked about this. Yes,
0: it's concerning, and I've told friends that I'm like I had no, one one or two friends in Toronto that were like, "Yeah, I'm kind of every time I'm very high, I'm concerned that I'm pissing or shitting myself because oh. everything's very it feels I can that feel like everything. loose. No, I'm just like worried about it. <laughs> i'm just like am i doing what because because i feel like it makes There's gotta every be some
1: trauma there some deep seated weird shit like somebody blew smoke here. into my ass butthole
0: no i was traumatized by a nurse
1: yeah yeah, yeah who put a gravel in your anus who put a
0: gravel in my ass when i woke up from surgery on my adenoids, adenoids. i'm gonna find that nurse and i'm gonna say no thank you i say don't do that again
1: She's probably dead. How old was she at the time?
0: Didn't catch her age. Uh, that's, before some, <laughs> some nurse shoves a pill up your ass, always ask their age. And, Listen, uh, how address. old are you? How old are you? No!
1: Oh, adenoids. Well. Still don't know
0: really what those are. It's, I thought it was like your tonsils. No, it's something in your, your sinuses. I just remember being a kid and my mom being like, your sister's going to get her adenoids and her tonsils out. And at the same time, you're going to get your adenoids out. Like it was some package deal. Like it was like, you know what? One kid's going in, throw this other one in there. It was almost like a daycare. Yeah, care. buy
1: one adenoid, get the second one half price.
0: Exactly. But it was free healthcare, care. So I, it was like this weird like daycare where it's, uh, you know, the people taking care of you rip parts of your body out. Um,
1: I've never heard of adenoids until you, and I think it's a made up part.
0: Maybe. Maybe they just knocked me out just to shut me up for a bit, even though I wasn't a loud kid. The worst part was puking up all the blood after. I'll tell you that much.
1: I don't um, think you're supposed to get adenoids out. Adenoids? Yeah. Everything you're describing feels wrong.
0: No, apparently that's a thing. You puke up blood after surgeries or something. <laughs> it was something else. I remember puking up blood in this like waiting room after, and a bunch of other kids were like also doing it. But then one kid wasn't, and we're like, what's his problem? And he was like eating ice cream having the time of his life. And the doctors were like, oh, he just got surgery in his ears. Like he got like something installed in his ears or something. So he's like, he's fine. And I remember looking at him being like, God damn it. Why couldn't I get the ear surgery? I
1: feel like in the 90s, everybody was just ripping out tonsils and adenoids and everything. Being like, well, that that gets sick sometimes. Just fucking take it out.
0: It's crazy. Especially the Canadian health care system where they're like, you ain't paying for this. Get in here and we'll do whatever. And then if we fuck up, then whoopsie daisy, call the cops. I don't know. It's
1: pretty wild. It's
0: pretty, it's pretty, pretty, pretty wild out there. The Canadian healthcare can system. We, can
1: we start with just because we've kind of been on this topic? Can we start with our first like big segment? What's um, the big segment that we have? Well, it's one of our big segments, which is well, that was stupid.
0: Um, I suppose we could sh- shart with we'll shark with, with that. Oh my god! I, um, can I say something about chart? I mean the Wordle day is almost over. We can talk about what the Wordle was today because I mean this is coming out tomorrow. Yes. Today was shard.
1: It was.
0: I wanted it I I got so close to it being shard and I'm like is this the day where Loodle and Wordle combine?
1: I know. Sometimes I think I'm like I'm like would Wordle do a dirty word, but I don't think they would.
0: They have to have like are they going to have like a theme on like a, on Valentine's Day is it going to be like lovey or something or like Lovey's not a word. I don't know. It's uh, where is it? a very odd time that we live in where everyone Kissy. gets excited. The fact that Moist the other day was an answer and then it was trending on Twitter.
1: Yeah, Moist got people real riled up.
0: Got real riled up. It was but then it was a huge spoiler because everyone's like today's wordle is gross 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 and that's the hackiest thing ever to be like i don't like moist yeah like get over yourself
1: and shut up like you can post that your thing don't give little hints or teasers
0: yeah i still am blown away at the popularity of that and talking about is this what you want and i'm like how would we ever be able to predict that a five letter word game would take over the world right now
1: people like things in like manageable bite-sized pieces. So it's for people who like, you know, like a crossword or, or wheel of fortune or whatever. But they're like, well, I don't have half an hour to sit down and do this. But a Wordle is just like, it's just a quick little snippet right in the morning. Something with
0: your coffee. And here's the thing. It's a perfect storm because there's a lot of people still at home Mm -hmm. that aren't going out. Um, There's also, a lot of bad news. People don't want to start their morning out with news. Yeah. So it's like, what can I do in the morning with my coffee?
1: Just a little palate cleanser. Start your day. Work your brain. It's fun. I fucking like it.
0: Where's the dog, by the way? Yeah, the dog's the on the dog's couch. She's
1: scratching her ass. She's All fine. Right. Um. Well, that was stupid.
0: Yes. Let's start with, well, that was stupid. <coughs> well, well, that, that was, was stupid. stupid. All right. So what stupid thing well, do you have? I
1: suppose the theme of... Of my well, that was stupid, which will then maybe lead into my warm and fuzzy is just open mics in general,
0: yeah, I get it.
1: it's just so I feel like we ended our podcast last week and we were like both like, yeah, and I like I was certainly in a good mood. sure. and I was like, things are fun. I'm like, we're going to a mic tonight. It's gonna be good. So we go to this mic later on that day or that night and it was just like such like a bro fest. I was trying out brand new stuff that I clearly didn't like. It was one of those things. I'm like, I'll figure it out on stage because that's kind of how I write. Like, yeah, I'm like I have these premises. I know I want to hit this, this and this. And then Wait, I'll...
0: that was last. That was last week. That was last week. Oh, my God. We went to three open mics in a week. That's what I'm saying. She's the week. What are we? So Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, Jerry, it's me. I don't... <laughs> 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 what was that look? I don't know. So we go to this open mic. So we go to this though.
1: open mic and it's like just a bunch of dudes and bros and fine or whatever. And it's a bunch of the comics who go week after week. So they all know each other. And I got on stage and like, you know, when you like the first thing you say gets like nothing and it just kind of like knocks the knocks
0: wind, the wind out, out of your you.
1: sails and you're like, oh, okay. So I kind of said my next thing, but I just lost all confidence immediately. And like anything that I had written, I just forgot. So I'm just like saying kind of like premises but they're not really going anywhere it doesn't really make sense and i'm Yeah. i just felt like i immediately went back to feeling like this you know 19 year olds first open mic right and like with a bunch of bros kind of like hey, whatever and i just walked off just like feeling so icky and gross and it, it was stupid because i don't know it was just a stupid it was a stupid also i was the only, there was one other woman who was basically doing... She was brand new, but being like, why did the chicken cross the street? And like a variation of 10 of those. Yeah. And it was, uh, bless her heart, it was very bad. Um,
0: <laughs> but then, she's a big listener. She's like a super listener. But
1: you know what? She, but I was also bad. So it's like, what are you going do? But I keep do? saying you're
0: not bad at open mics. Like no one's bad. It's an open mic and Yeah, some no, people
1: are f- actual crazy people. Yeah. Um, And they're very bad but i'm, yeah. I'm also I feel, I feel stupid with myself that i'm like i've been doing this for so long that i allow myself to like g- let my nerves get the best of me and feel like ugly not ugly but just like uncomfortable and gross on stage i hate that it's just a stupid feeling
0: but it's also because there was a weird time off with the quarantine and all that stuff what do we call that time where we were inside quarantine lockdown There's, i don't know what to lockdown call I guess. i guess you call it lockdown but where you weren't performing live at all for you know, many months and it kind of reset everything. It was, uh, and also open mics are just a complete weird organism. Yeah. Like you're you're going in going like, I want to perform these jokes that you pre-wrote and you also have to be like, read the room and then also accommodate the people that are there all the time. And then there's cliques of people that are like, uh, you know they all know each other and they're gonna laugh at each other but they might not laugh at you because they don't know you and then it's just like such a weird organism to figure out when you're there it's not like a, con- a regular comedy show with an audience where you can be like okay I'm gonna make this audience who doesn't know any yeah, they don't so know anyone certainly else
1: certainly not operating on like neutral ground no. but like it was humbling, but also, like, off-putting. And, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is our first, like, mic in, like, years. We haven't done, like, a, just, like, a, a straight-up open, open mic, mic in so long.
0: Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. It's a different... And you just got to go in being like, there's no good or bad that can happen here. I mean, it's... The good is that you're out. And like we said at the the next couple open mics we went to... Well, is, and that's what, I don't want to get okay. ahead of ourselves here. But I'm saying that the main benefit of these open mics is... Uh, the writing that you do well at them well at least for me yeah, or in
1: an, in in anticipation yeah. of them and also like it's like anything T- like today i i was like i keeping like i need to write this i want to do this that the other and then i don't do anything because like the end result seems too grand but today i just kind of like sat and thought for a bit Yep. I literally just sat and thought about some writing stuff. I didn't really write much down, but I just sort of pondered.
0: And that's part of it, I But think. I was like,
1: but that's, because sometimes I get so anxious. I'm like, no, I don't even want to think about anything because what I think is going to be stupid. And if I'm not thinking <laughs> about anything, then I, I can't think of anything dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought of some dumb things. I'm like, that could actually work and be good. Yeah. So these mics make you think of dumb things, and they eventually lead to better material. Bins
0: absolutely
1: anyway that's my fucking well that was stupid what was your stupid
0: thing stupid thing from this week I mean I feel like I had a I had a real dumb day yesterday I'll tell you it I started out because I remember I I, I made a promo video for my patreon Mm -hmm. which already like I was kind of feeling good about everything I was like people have been asking for this patreon I feel like they're into it Uh, I'm getting a, a few more a day it's going okay it's fine And I was like, I'm going to make a video and hopefully if I post it on my Twitter, which has over 20,000 followers, maybe they'll appreciate it as well and it'll get some traction. So I I worked on this video, edited it. It's very dumb, stupid. And then I post it and it gets nothing. You are the only person to like it on Twitter. And I see it's worse. The worst part about Twitter is when you see the views go up. It got like 100 views and no likes. And... Here's the stupid thing with Twitter is if I see something, if it goes three minutes with no like, I'll delete something. Yeah. Which is kind of stupid. It is stupid. But I'm so self-conscious about having something on my Twitter feed that has bad likes.
1: See, you're such a hypocrite because I'll do that with Instagram and you're like, just leave it up. Who cares? Who cares? Are, I look- are you happy with what you did? Then just leave it up. Then just leave it up.
0: I know. But, on, but I'm like that on Instagram. So I'm not.
1: You mean on Twitter?
0: I'm like that on Instagram where I just put something on Instagram. Oh, you're and I like, don't Right, care right, right. Because that one I don't understand. Whereas Twitter, historically, if I've had something do well, it really pops off in the first three minutes. Right. So if after three minutes I'm like, okay, this is not even worth it, whatever. Uh, I left it up there for, I think, 10 minutes and literally nothing. And I got so... I started like having an anxiety attack. I'm like, what am I doing? And also, I hated the fact that uh, Patreon... I was like, I feel like I'm begging people for money right, right now, which made me feel so shitty. And I immediately had to put my running stuff on and go for a run. And that's all I thought about the entire run... And I was just like, <laughs> "What am I doing? What's happening? <laughs> Why don't people like it?" And I.
1: But you're not begging for money. You're get, you're offering a product and a little extra something, which, which is the fucking the, the way the world works.
0: It is. It literally is. And I guess I just. It's
1: promotion. You're a brand. It sucks. The
0: stupid part of this is, the process, and also myself because it's. I just. Feel crazy sometimes because I'm not like uh, a traditional business. I'm not like give me money and I'll give you this wooden table I made. Right. Where it's like give me money and I'll keep doing these weird little projects. Like I'll make a video where my head turns into an ice cream.
1: Yeah. Like and for fucking five bucks a month, they'll get many videos. Of your head turning into an ice cream. Guess yeah. what? They can't get for five dollars a month a fucking full table.
0: That's right. Um, I, I think I just have to convince myself I am a, a business, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just, I just find it's, it's stupid. It's- I
1: understand completely because I'm, I'm the same way. I'm, I I feel like a lot of comedians are,
0: are that way where it's
1: like, it's so hard to sell yourself yeah, over and over again. Com- and yeah. that's why people have managers and rep and whatever. But the business is changing now where so much of it, it's so personal now. People want you talking to camera. People want your content out yeah. there. And that's what I struggle with because I'm like, I don't want to be accessible to everybody at every moment and have people nitpicking and commenting and whatever. It's, yeah. it's scary.
0: It's the non-traditionalness of the business that... It just makes me feel like... Every day feels like a fluke to me. Every time I get a job or I get paid for doing comedy or acting, I'm like, whew, what a fluke. But I'm like, I've been doing this for 15 years. I was like, there's no way this is a fluke at this point. No. Like, I have to convince myself that I'm actually, uh, you know, giving out some sort of uh, sellable product with what I do. Just
1: think about how you talk about other people and you're like, oh my God, that guy is so funny. Or like, I love what this person's doing. And they're... Some of them might be thinking like, "Oh my god, I, I don't know what I'm doing with my life." Yada yada yada. Like we, we just had someone talk about us on a podcast the other day, being like, "Matt and Julia are so great. They're some of the best out Steve there." Steve Patterson
0: did. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, I "Yeah, well love you love your Canadian sitcom, legend. Let
1: me like be an old man drinking at the bar in the background or something." I'm like, "Yeah." Sitcom. I wish. And I'm like, "Us. I suck. It's it's ter- it's crazy." The negative self-talk that we, yeah. we... I don't know if you look at yourself in the mirror and say, I suck. I mean, no, neither I do I. I don't, no. What? I don't do I that. I remember the
0: last time I said something to the mirror to, it, to myself. I think get, get it together, I think, is probably something I said.
1: I'll scoff at myself in the mirror. I'll just yeah. I'll just catch my reflection when I'm wearing no makeup and I just look insane. I'm just like, what the fuck's your problem?
0: I think I, <laughs> after after I bombed... A big set years ago. I went in the bathroom. and I looked in the mirror and I went, "Come on, come on!" Like I just literally went. Come. Also, talking about mirror talking, uh, I remember when I first started and our friend Alex Pavone. Yeah, uh, I, I started up with him uh, doing comedy. He worked the road for one of the first times as like a as a comic with with Yuck Yucks and he said the headliner. He's like, because I remember it being like, "What was the club like?" I've never been to that club mm-hmm. before. Is that side of Toronto? And I'll tell you who the comic was after, but he's like, well, he's like, I went in the bathroom and the headliner was in the, uh, in the bathroom, st- yelling in the mirror going, who's the headliner? You're the headliner. And like splashing water on his face going like, let's go, baby. Come on, baby. Oh and then like gosh. spraying hairspray on himself. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God.
1: Yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to amp yourself up sometimes,
0: but also comedians are mental.
1: Yeah. We're, Absolutely we're, nuts. we're fucked in the head. We're but all nuts. But honestly, we could take a page out of that man's book.
0: Well, I'll tell you who it is after the show, and then, uh, we'll, see. <laughs> then we'll decide. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, wait, yeah. Well, that is stupid, but you know we're getting through it, and it's nice that we talked about
0: it. Yeah. So it's stupid. Now it's time for warm and fuzzy. Why don't we get warm and fuzzy with a warm and fuzzy feeling?
1: Okay. So there is always two sides to a coin, friends and this is
0: a two-sided coin with the same side on it
1: yeah but this one has different sides that's good Uh (laughs) uh-huh so (laughs) on the whole open mic train thing so we did go to three open mics this week that's correct yeah second one that we went to um we did not get up we waited around for a while that's where we heard the delicious viagra joke um and the worst part is because we're like we're like, yeah, we'll stay for, like, one more comic. And then if we don't get pulled, we'll leave. Because we had stayed for, like, already, like, 12. and It was freezing outside. We're like, we'll go. And then they call my name. They're like, Julia Ladkwitz. I'm like, yeah. And then the host is like, uh, you left your credit card at the bar? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then then we left. And apparently two after, I got called anyway. But that's not my warm and fuzzy part. The warm and fuzzy part is the third open mic we went to. Yeah. See, this is about persistence, everybody. Ah. And it just had... As soon as we walked in it was like a fun vibe it was just such a like a more diverse crew of open micers um not just dudes because the two before that were like pretty white dude heavy yeah um and i saw people that we knew there that we hadn't seen in a long time chatted with some new people made some friends this other girl who had seen me three years ago at something she's like hey i saw you like years ago at a show She's like, and you like threatened to kill a guy. And it was so funny. I'm like,
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. I was there. And here's the
1: thing, friends. I don't normally threaten to kill people on stage. And this was all in jest, but I remember I had been having like just the worst. I remember that week specifically. It's like we lost out on that big job. My Grammy died. Like my manager dropped me. It was like all of the fucking worst things. And then these, just these drunk sports fans were just tackling me, and I was like, I'll fucking kill you anyway. it was just so but it was just nice that this guy I was remember like, You're you, deep yeah. you' deep squatted too you
0: deep squatted, meal, like, I will fucking murder you,
1: <laughs> And then we ran out after cause I'm like, Oh, these are scary like no. Dodgers fans anyway um it would, but it just felt nice to be recognized, sure, um, and then we ended up getting we both got up on the mic. Everybody stuck around almost the whole time. It was just like a really supportive room. I've, I tried a new joke that I actually really like. Yep. And it was just, it was fun. And it's so crazy that in the span of a week, you can go from being like, I'm the worst and a, a garbage human. And then being like, and, and don't get me wrong. It wasn't like, oh, this is the best that I've ever had. Of course not. It was an open mic, but it felt nice to try some new stuff in the way that I wanted to try it and yeah. then get good feedback for it. Yes. And because it was a supportive environment, I felt confident enough to tell the jokes how I wanted to Which tell them. Which is
0: exactly what an open mic should be. Yeah. It's like comedy has lost its way in that sense, uh, where it's become like this weird, like open mics have become like a weird, toxic-y kind of fucking dude fest. And like, it's like, this. that's the thing. This mic still had some dudes at it. Yeah. But it was like a diverse group of people. And it was like, man, this is nice. It's like shitty how uncommon this is Mm -hmm. but it it did feel like a place where you could get some serious work done kind of thing
1: yeah it truly felt like a place where you wanted to actually work on stuff versus some mics on top of like the you know intense male energy a lot of it is just like support for like freak shows and i'm sorry if that sounds insensitive but it's just like oh let's laugh at this person who's clearly struggling with yeah. something mentally and who is not you know in any capacity trying to be a comedian but it's actual just like deranged fucked up shit He's mentally ill Yeah, and 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 people are like just encouraging like laughing at the person yeah a, instead of with them yes um anyway it felt it felt warm and fuzzy and it was nice to see people and you were making me laugh and and genuinely so many people made me laugh and it was nice yeah yeah
0: it's genuinely a fun time.
1: What's your warm
0: and fuzzy? Well, that was a fuzz one for me. A couple of things happened this week. Um, I got asked to do a show out of nowhere by somebody that saw me at another show in LA. And hmm. you'll be like, Matt, who cares? I'm sure that happens all the time. Does not. It yeah. doesn't happen all the time. It's, it's so rare because it's so hard to get shows in LA. We're constantly emailing, constantly trying to reach out, especially now where it's like, what shows are happening? What the hell is even happening with the world? What are we doing? Um, so somebody reached out and they're like, I saw you at, at Totally, Ed, our friend Eddie Della Settepe's show. And he, she was like, I thought you were really funny. Would you like to do my show? And she'll never know this, but it's like, that really means a lot to me yeah. to open a message and be like, because all I want to do is shows. I would, I just want to perform and to be reached out and it just effortless to be like I will have a show. I'll do a show. Who knows? It'll be might be a bad show, it doesn't matter, but it's nice to be asked. Yes. Cuz it reminds me of being back in Toronto when we were coming up and we finally hit hit that level where we were like no longer doing open mics and we were just being asked. And people asked, were people
1: were just asking to, yeah, you to be or, or, or if like, you couldn't get a show you're like, "Hey, does anybody have a spot?" and like, "Yeah, I'll toss you oh on." Oh my
0: god. It was it got it was so nice before we left for LA. It was like, yeah, or we'd show up to a show and somebody would just throw us on because they were excited that we were there. So it feels like we are like progressing in that sense and getting a little bit further and uh, making, uh, dare I say, making waves. But it, um, I,
1: it's it's the whole idea of of putting yourself out there again, like in some weird way. It's like, yeah, maybe. Going to these three mics this week, we've put something out into the universe to be like, "Hello, we're here." Like we, and we also did like a book show on Friday that was, um, pretty fun but strange. Just strange, strange crowds are taking over. It's <sighs> like this like influencery type of generation. Oh my god, I
0: completely forgot. We're so that show. used
1: to like just flicking through things on their phone or being internet famous that when they're yeah. live they're like what is this peasant on stage
0: i posted a clip from that show on my twitter and i posted the full clip on my patreon patreon.com slash matt underscore o'brien if you want to check out what that show is um but yeah the front row were these beautiful people and they were on their phones the entire time and they could
1: not give could not a, give a shit. shit
0: like i think because it was these the show called don't tell where they don't tell you the lineup and they're like, it could be celebrity comedians, could be whoever. So I think they were probably waiting for some sort of celebrity to show up. Yeah. They're like, where's
1: Dave Chappelle?
0: Yeah. This fucking Joe blow with his mustache being like, yeah, Costco is good. I love it.
1: (laughs) Wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So we, there was just a bunch of shows that we went to this week. So I feel like it's, we're putting ourselves out there and we even said, we saw this other guy. We went to our friend Steph's show yesterday and this guy that we had never seen before. We saw him twice last week we're like why the fuck have we never met this man we're like oh no because we're just we're out again we're putting it out into the ether is that a word also a few people just messaged me being like hey do you want to do my show and they are people that i know but i didn't reach out to them so i'm like fuck yeah
0: here's the thing i think a lot of people thought we moved back to canada
1: people thought we moved back to canada and then they thought or think we live in wine country
0: yes they think we live in temecula wrong because it's it's weird because yeah we live in Alhambra which is outside of L A,
1: so it doesn't. But everyone thinks
0: it's far, so yeah. they're like, uh, are they even still here? Like, it's very odd. So
1: We're here, motherfuckers. So we
0: just gotta we gotta get back out there, and we're getting back out there, and it feels real nice. I'll tell you what else. Part two of my warm and fuzzy. We spent an afternoon at a Trader Joe's. Oh. Listener, I don't know if you've ever done that. If you've ever been to the states, if you are in the states, but it's nice
1: i love a trader joe's and i would honestly take it for granted when we lived in hollywood because i could there was like three trader joe's i could walk to yeah um it's a
0: grocery store by the way if you're in like what the hell is a trader joe's it's not some man yeah, if you're in, if you're in canada a cargo it's like, plane that crashed in the jungle
1: almost like a like a funkier farm boy
0: yeah from canada yeah, yeah. but it was like it was funny because like i I like going to Costco. And then you're like, let's go to Trader Joe's tomorrow. I was like, oh shit, that's a bit of a day we have ahead of us. And we spent the day there. Uh, Not the day. It's not the day. We spent like We walked in and they're always the most friendly people. Literally some guy walked by an employee and he goes, good morning both of you. And I'm like, oh my God. It's amazing what that little courtesy will do to
1: you. Yeah. Someone asked me if I needed help with finding something. I was like looking at like an old potato or something. And I'm like, I don't know. And then we bought all this like Wine, of course, we did. And the guy who was like checking us out, like every single wine, he had a fact about that wine, or was just like, oh, this wine, well, 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 this pairs really nicely. Oh, well, this is a new one. Like,
0: ah. I have to like use that more in my day to day. It's really small courtesies like that, with that, like, just small interactions that can really make you feel warm and fuzzy, I think. I
1: truly, I try to do that. I try to like look people in the eye and connect with them and be like, how are you or whatever? And sometimes people are really nice and they respond or other times people are just
0: like, what? Well, that's (laughs) the thing. When I get shot down trying to be like fun in public, then I don't try it for a long time. Like today, actually, I I got, actually it was at Trader Joe's, believe it or not. So this is kind of contradicting what we're saying, but this is a different Trader Joe's. Uh, She asked me for my ID when I got this uh, wine. And I was like, oh, you want to see my ID? And I, I was like, I pulled it out and I go, let's rock and roll. And I like <laughs> hand it to her and there was no reaction there. And also, I didn't ask how she was and I felt bad that I didn't because she was like, hi. And then she kind of stared at me for a bit and I was like, hello. I was like, God, I got to be like, hello, how yeah, are you? Yeah, how are
1: you? Not just you hi, let's ask, rock
0: and roll. You always how are you? <laughs> hi, let's rock and roll. Yeah, you always ask, how are you? And it's I always very, do.
1: And I often get greeted with silence.
0: Yeah, which would destroy me. Yeah. But. It's,
1: it sucks. But then I'm like, you know what? Maybe they didn't hear. Maybe they're just like, let's move along, lady. Yeah. I don't the know what people are going nice. through. I try to the be nice. The courtesy
0: is nice. Um, but that's just a nice time. Trader Joe's, if you're uh, visiting the United States of America, hop into a Joe's and uh, have a nice time and, uh, and uh, go to an open mic and. Or don't. I don't know. It's uh, hard to say. Or go
1: support an open mic. If you're not a comedian, just go to one and watch it. I can't
0: imagine what that would feel like as a a regular person not wanting to do stand-up. Just being like, I'm going to support the lowest rung.
1: Someone's got them. But that's
0: the thing. We're not low rung comedians. Sometimes big comedians like us show up. But also you
1: never know who you're going to see or who, like they might not be famous then, but they might be famous later. Like there were some people I'd never seen at that mic on Wednesday that I was like, this is fucking funny. Yeah. So
0: you you never never know. know. You never freaking know. You could be seeing the next Jimmy Buffett. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At your local open mic.
1: Famous comedian Jimmy Buffett.
0: Yes. Uh, anyway, that was uh, quite an episode, I'd say. I felt like that flew by. I also, think it did fly the by. The dog has been asleep on the couch the whole time. I feel like the dog, our dog Shangela, is approaching her teen years where she was like, just don't come in my room. Like, she's yeah. very like, she's starting to get like having her own space, which is nice. But when we first got her, she was like glued to our hips. No, I think All this is good.
1: I f- I feel like we need to train her not to follow us every two seconds. Yeah. So we can make sweet love.
0: Yes, and with our Patreon account, uh, we're gonna record the audio from that lovemaking, and we're gonna post it on our Patreon. Yeah, and then and then someone's
1: gonna s- yeah, and then and then we'll make a, a real sex tape, and then someone's gonna steal it. We just and I'm gonna be <laughs> the new. Pam, and you're gonna be Tommy. I'm gonna be
0: big swinging Dick Tommy. We just started watching Pam and Tommy literally before this uh, recording. I like it.
1: I like it too. I like
0: a nostalgic '90s ride. Love a l- nostalgic '90s ride. It's it's literally like I like LA in the '90s, and also there's a scene where it's early in the episode where it's Seth Rogen's his cable gets cut, and he's just sitting there in his apartment. And I said to you, I'm like, oh, if he has no cable, he has nothing. There's no internet. No, you have
1: like you have your phone, your like home phone. You could make a call.
0: You could call somebody and talk to them, or you could start reading the newspaper, which he starts doing. Which is doing. what he did. And it's just so, such a, a simpler. It's almost like medieval now, considering how connected we are. And
1: but the, I like I know I sound like such an old person now, but I just feel like it's all too much now. Where it's like everybody has to be a brand on social media, like yeah. Comedians, not even regular people, fucking just like regular moms are now like going viral on. It's just it's too much and it it's overwhelms a wild me. Time.
0: But if you want to feel nice about nostalgic '90s, I gotta say, so far that we watched the first episode. Pam and Tommy is our Tam Tam and Tommy. Tam, Tam, Tam and Tommy. Pim and <laughs> Pim and Jimmy is a good sex. Uh, it's a show. good
1: sex time. It yeah. just also I always think of them as because they were older than us at the time right so watching this I'm like oh these are older people and I'm like no but this is them in their 20s and they're fucking hot as hell and then I'm like I'm
0: and they're multi millionaires I remember when that sex tape came out because well I remember friends of mine being like I started downloading it before school and hopefully when I get home one minute of it will be downloaded yeah and I remember seeing like a minute and it was like Tommy Lee and he was just kind of like standing there with no shirt on he was like Uh, and I'm like that's it (laughs) that's the Uh." (laughs) I'm like what and they're like no 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 it's still downloading like oh my god this is not worth it still have not seen it can we find it now? I think we could morally I feel weird because I feel like it's gonna this show's gonna reveal to us how
1: well if morally feel weird about that guess what you shouldn't watch any fucking porn you know what? I looked up ethical porn the other day.
0: Yeah? Was it a guy doing his taxes with his dick out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you think the word ethical means? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, just crunching numbers. Dick to the wind.
1: Well, that was not fucking mathematical <laughs> porn. Like what you- He's ethical
0: because he's paying for roads to be built.
1: No, it's just, it's made in um, a free range, nice way.
0: Free range porn stars? Yeah. <laughs> they're f-
1: they're fed non-GMO corn. Yeah, they drink um,
0: straight from the hose. Yeah.
1: No, it's like, just so much porn that's out there. You don't know who's being sex trafficked, who's doing this against their will, who's or who's been coerced, or who's been whatever. And it's fucking gross. And ethical porn, it's like, often by female directors or filmmakers. Yeah. And it's not to say that's boring by any means. I was literally doing it just like more as like research. And I'm like, sure. interesting. And there's huh. like, there's whole like articles and like,
0: it's probably better produced as well. Like lighting wise, audio wise. I imagine there's some, uh, yeah, but that's what's wrong
1: with the old, everybody out there. They're like, oh, I want to see something gritty. I want to see someone who's surprised and just know they're being filmed. So I
0: can no. jerk
1: off my fat, ugly dick.
0: You where. the human race is embarrassing and disgusting. If this pandemic has taught us anything, especially us humans are just embarrassing. Like it's, I was thinking about that when I was driving, I was like the way the pandemic's gone. I was like, God, we're embarrassing. We're going to look back on these next, these few years that we just lived and be like, God, we suck. We got to change. No, we're
1: not. We're absolutely not. Because the people who, who suck the most don't think they suck.
0: That's they think they're the best. And, and uh, people think
1: that we su- like everybody thinks the other person sucks. And we yeah. all know that we don't suck.
0: Well, if that makes sense. If you got anything from this podcast, listener, uh, you would you would get that we don't suck.
1: We don't suck. <laughs> we have
0: come to the real- realization that we do not suck. And we hope that you don't think we suck either. And where can people see you not suck on the Internet?
1: I will not be sucking um, at Julia Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. Julia comedian on why am I even saying my TikTok That's on uh, Facebook and TikTok. Our podcast is on Instagram. Is this what you want, podcast? Yeah. Or it's on Twitter. I T W Y W podcast. Send us a message. What about you, Matt?
0: You get Matt underscore O'Brien and uh, Matt O'Brien on Instagram, and the rest of you can figure out. Yourself. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Uh, we'll be talking about whatever open mics we go to, or maybe even shows, book shows, who oh, knows? Book shows! It's gonna be a beautiful week, everyone. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Is this what you want with Matt and, Is this, with Matt and Is this what you want with Matt and Julia?